to be fair, that's on me for not inviting you. <laughs> to be fair, that is that is on me. Yeah, I, I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be better about looping you into shit. Also, if it just, involves like hardcore plan making and money and like getting an Airbnb and stuff, Nick will invite whoever the fuck he can think of. But if it's it comes something to hanging mini- out, yeah, yeah. <laughs> something minuscule that just anyone can go to for any reason, Nick's like, I don't even know who people are. What are people? I've what is never, he, I've never, I've met never met this man in my life. <laughs> it, it, usually, because I'm not on Discord, if I do get invited to things, uh, it's oh yeah, it's happening in like two days. Uh, probable, you can just reschedule your life. And well, well probably come, right? there's gonna be a thing with Justin at my house this week, this Saturday. So, oh, if yeah, you're wondering, in two days, in two no, days, I, I know I'm going to your house on Saturday. Oh, apparently I'm the only one who didn't know I was going to my house. I, I also didn't like no it was i that's why i messaged you because i just asked like i was with justin yesterday yeah because i know that you don't tell me things nick i knew justin was coming (laughs) this weekend i was just showing up okay i was pulling a you that's and just arriving hey standard invites standing invites i'll live and die by standing invites Yes. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doctor. (laughs) Doctor who? How'd you know? And I'm Adam, everybody. (laughs) That was the most painful thing we've ever done. (laughs) I think we had like 28 better openings than whatever that was. That was, I'm Jeff, and I'm depressed. I'm Nick, I'm crying. And, uh, welcome everyone to the new episode of You Hate to See It. Oh my god, I'm crying. Um, the thing that was going to be, that's cut out of that is how many times it took us to get to the punchline of that joke, because Nick was being an idiot, which made it yes. that much funnier. Um Los dos? This is the extent of my Spanish. I am uh, drinking pink lemonade mixed with lemonade. Pink lemonade Valka. Valka? <laughs> yeah. Valka. Well, we lost Nick already again. <laughs> That's absolutely amazing. He couldn't show up for the last one. And less than a minute into this one, he's gone already. Yeah. Nick's made me so depressed. I'm going to stressy well i am drinking this random handle of whiskey i bought because it was on the uh discount section at the liquor store windsor canadian blended canadian whiskey uh it says it's supremely smooth and i would like to talk to their ceo about what supremely smooth means is it adequately smooth it is not even the color of whiskey. <laughs> you know it's bad when they have to make the handle a tinted dark brown color so you think the whiskey looks like that. But when you pour it, it looks like someone spit chewing tobacco in here <laughs> with a clear liquid. And that's kind of what you're pouring out. And it's not good. 
So I am washing it down with Samuel Adams Oktoberfest because it is the end of August. So for some reason that came out. Yeah. But I'm okay with it because I love Oktoberfest. Oh, look, perfect fucking timing. What are you drinking? I didn't appreciate that amount of sass, but I am drinking. We're waiting for you. I know. Sorry. My grandmother called. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Nick's just drinking. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a lot honey mead. My go-to. Interesting. And then when these two bottles was, are gone, I have a jar of rum or a bottle was, of rum. No, a jar. It's a jar. jar, it's a jar there, of rum. there was a surprisingly low amount of mead at the Ren Fair. There was no mead. There I was know. none. And that's what made me real sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me too. I was also angry I couldn't find a horn to drink out of. You did. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about? I couldn't. About? There was no place to like fill it. Order a drink and pour it, it in there. Yeah, you just fucking you think you're just yeah. Should, you I go, should I go? Should I go get my horn and drink out of it? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick's gone for the second time. <laughs> Welcome to the Adam and Jeff show. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck! He's back already. Where's Dan? I miss I miss Dan. I do miss Dan. Dan didn't leave. Dan had beers brought to him. Yeah. Dan, the real OG. Why do I feel like this is going to spill? I hope it does. It will. So I'm not going to. We'll save that one for later. What do you mean it's going to spill? What? When I pour it. No, when I pour it out of the cup. Oh. What am I witnessing? Swallow it. Oh. This podcast is scuffed as fuck already. I'm just waiting for Nick to be ready. Knock, knock. (laughs) Yes. I am now drinking mead out of a horn. Cheers. I now have to hold this until it's finished. (laughs) Yeah. You're talking about you can't just set that somewhere? Nick, do you want to talk about that? hold like four fluid ounces? Does it taste like oh. urine? Did you pee in it recently? Like, what's happening? Oh, this is exciting. Especially and number three. Adam show. <laughs> so, yeah, we went to the Ren Fair. I was going to segue off of Nick because that was the easiest segue, but Nick's not here anymore. So, so Jeff, we went to the Ren Fair the other yeah, day. Yeah, Nick bought a horn and then we were going to segue off of it, but now we're going to talk about anything other than buying a horn. Yeah. It was a horn that you can drink out of for people who don't understand that. They yeah, follow for, out the horn and for, you drink out the, of it. For the audio people. <laughs> Which is everyone, pretty much. Yeah. Go, you guys. If you want I mean, to yeah, see we... the if you want to see the video, you could always go to our uh, link tree down in the description, though, and uh, there's a link to be able to get our video versions of the podcasts. It only costs three bucks a month, and you get four plus all of our back ones. Anyway, so I mean, yeah, we had uh, from one of our more recent episodes, Garrett went with us. 
<laughs> and then if you go way back to episode like three, I think it, yeah, it's two or three somewhere in there. Grace and Mandy were there, and I we weren't with Garrett for like the last three hours. Yeah, <laughs> Garrett was just or really so we, with Grace or Mandy. It was so really we showed up, and then by the time we left, Garrett was in completely different clothing. Like, like would not have recognized him. Uh, in debt. I don't think in debt. I think he had the money. I just, nah, he just no longer had it. Yeah, no longer had a thousand dollars. Bristol Renfair, though, ten out of ten. Good time. Uh, um, um, well, let's. So first, full side shows though. Our our drive up there was pretty fucking lit. <laughs> we we like fucking went way too hard in the McDonald's drive through. <laughs> yeah, we stopped at McDonald's. <laughs> A pretty packed McDonald's, nonetheless. Yeah, it was so full, and we were singing out of the car windows. <laughs> all the windows down. We're all dressed in stupid button downs, like stupid yeah. designed button downs. Yeah, so we like did, khaki uh, shorts. It, it and was hats. dad Hawaiian shirts. So like the it's a Hawaiian shirt, but not from Hawaii. It's the one that your father in the 1990s would wear. Um, <laughs> mine had parrots on it. Mine mine had a ring of beers on it. Mine was like a light blue color with a bunch of fucking parakeets and shit on it. Um, So we went into the drive-thru of McDonald's, ordered like, I think like $40 worth of food for four people, which I guess kind of might be average. It was about, I think it was about $10 per person. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, then Nick, after we got done ordering. Immediately started blasting the music again, just sitting in the fucking drive-through. I think the highlight of the whole trip was when we pulled into the Ren Fair and Nick overshot the lady <laughs> to pay. And so our all of our windows are down, and we have to give the lady in the parking lot cash to pay for parking. And we pull in. And it's not like and- you get into the parking. It's like pretty much to get into it. It's not like you're driving through the parking lot and you come up to them and then yeah, pay like them. it's to get in. And uh, the lady's just walking around, like making sure she hits every car as they're driving by. And Nick goes to stop, <laughs> but overshoots the lady by like a full car. Not even and- overshoots. He was going to keep driving. <laughs> yeah, like, she stops to like take. She's. She's in a specific uniform. She's holding a fat stack of cash. We watched the car in front of us <laughs> give her money. Yeah, we're, it's not like we were the only car. Like, we were behind multiple cars watching every car do this. And then all of a sudden, it's our turn. And Nick's brain just shuts off. And Nick comes up. He starts to break near. And she goes, hey. And, we'll, and no, he all, goes, hey, how are you? And he, all the windows are down. He goes, hey, how are you? And keeps driving past. all of us. And go, I just go, what the fuck? <laughs> And so she walks up to him. And she's she's foreign, and she goes, "Yeah, Nick, what the fuck?" And we all start crying, laughing. This random lady. This is also a weird story to tell with Nick glaring. <laughs> I'm just ignoring it. <laughs> Same. Um. <clears throat> so that was exciting. Exciting. Um, Make that the clip. <laughs> Just that one section. <coughs> so yeah, and then 
we definitely did not bring alcohol into the fair because that's against the rules. You are right. Uh, we did not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You did. I. We did not. <laughs> <laughs> you did. We did not. <laughs> no one else brought alcohol. Um. Who was we it get that- in? We wait like what fifteen minutes for fucking Grace and Mandy to get in there. Yeah, we drank. We went straight <laughs> to the beer tent. <laughs> it's very cool though. Like you walk in and it's just it does feel like you're in the Renaissance. Yeah. They're just walking around. Everyone, like every employee is just stupidly funny. Like yeah. it's just like that hard that like hardcore humor where like it's degrading to themselves. Like everyone just hates their life type of humor. Well, like and they were like the cast was being like historically accurate to a lot of things so like i mean it was just funny to see like the women were being way more sexist than anyone else there <laughs> yeah. against themselves it's wild wild times um i love that we were in there for less than 10 minutes and we talked to the irish guy who is one of the performers who like yeah. does his own standalone show so we specifically went and saw his show and super cool guy after super a- fun after his show when snick stops being a sad boy we'll get him to talk about what happened after his show but i mean like he walked up to us he was super cool like it, he like singled us out because we're like in a fucking crowd like we weren't like doing anything specific that would have made him walk up to us yeah he walked up, he handed us the flyer. He's like an Irish folk singer, basically. Yeah. And he was actually really good. Yeah, he was. I I contemplated buying his CDs. So did I. And then I was like, I'd probably never listen to this. I don't think I have a CD player. Correct. Yeah, that was that was the big thing. <laughs> a lot of drinks, though. Early on, at least. And then it got fucking hot. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah so what we just drank and like because we were there like right when they opened so we did the smart thing and walked around the whole place so that way we got like a lay of the lands while there was no one there which was the best no one there and like the like shows hadn't really started yeah um and then we went and sat down to watch the shows and then ate um the Irish guy who sang uh, a comedy duo called The Washing Wenches came on. And I'm going to let Nick talk about the experience with The Washing Wenches. All right. So Nick, Nick tried to eat their shitters like apple fritters. Not, it, what do you not, mean tried? Not wrong. <laughs> what do you mean tried? Well, hold on. Some would say succeeded. Remember when the, this was before Nick's even parts of the Well, I saw story. no ass eating, so I don't think he succeeded. <laughs> When uh, when the so the washing lunches were fucking hilarious. They were great. They were great. And I didn't think it point, was an hour long. It yeah, was a very quick hour. But then they at one point you were, were up there for about, more than half of it. Was I? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize I was up there that long. They uh, essentially they just have a big bucket of water with dirty clothes in it, and they fling water around at everyone, and they just joke around and make fun of the audience. And at one point they said that they wanted alcohol, so some girl from the front row went up and handed them two beers and they were like huh this has never happened before and then they asked for uh audience participation 
and me being the only dumbass in the bright white cowboy hat got his ass picked. So I, so it was like they started at noon, and at like twelve fifteen, I got up to go grab a beer, and I went and got a beer. And by the time I came back, Nick was now walking up to the stage, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck happened while it was gone?" And they prefaced this gentlemen in the crowd with their lovers <laughs> <laughs> and me being the very single man that I am uh, sitting next Adam, to me had Adam next to me who also <laughs> raised his hand <laughs> and so we went up and but Adam didn't have a big white cowboy hat no, he did I did not, not I did not get selected he was not a southern gentleman but Adam also didn't have the extra couple pounds to make that hat stand out and you know what yeah if you could suck my southern cock anyway i'm your huckleberry i don't like that i What's didn't that like me either. i don't know <laughs> I'm I don't it out. that's <laughs> gonna be a little spicy take for our unedited listeners <laughs> um so i went up there uh, the two gentlemen beforehand went before me while we're waiting and they had to do a bunch of stupid shit and, you know, they got a rose. Well, okay, so on the first one had to... Well, ran to the back. He, he ran to the back, said he screamed something, or like, I'm an animal or something. And pounded no, that was his Nick. Chest. No, 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 no. I know exactly. Oh, I, know, I, know, I know exactly what I said. Um, and then he ran back up and they were handing the guys roses, but normally they like essentially kiss you as they hand, like on the lips with the rose by putting the rose in their mouth and you take it from them. Um, but because of COVID, they weren't doing that. So they were squirting the rose. They put the Everclear. rose on a clothespin, so it had a stick and they held it by the stick and then squirted Everclear on the, <laughs> on the stem and we're handing it to the guys that way because the Everclear was sanitary and they kept spraying it in people's mouths. <laughs> but then, yeah, after the two guys went, Nick went. What all happened with you? I don't even remember. Oh, it was, it was all it was, well, it was Nick was wild. playing some flirty games. I yeah, was, I was, was flirting I was, hardcore. So, so I was... I'm not saying I was drunk. I was pretty tipsy <laughs> at that point in the day. Like I had had probably Yet again, three it's or four thirty yeah. in the <laughs> afternoon. Also, I was becoming very sick in real time. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. This was Sunday. Monday, I had to leave work early because I was so sick and couldn't talk. We all got sick. That's all what got... happens when you go to a big yeah. crowd after not letting your immune system have yeah. air for two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a year and a half or however long it is. Um, so we, the, I go, the, the, it gets to me and you know, she, the, one of them starts flirting with me and I'm fucking, I'm playing my part. I was a theater kid. I by, know how to act. By her flirting with him meant she was flirting with everyone though. She was, she was, but it, but it felt, but it, it felt like it was just me. It felt like it was just to me. So look, game respects game. <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. <laughs> um, so I'm up there for fucking, I, I guess, 20 minutes at that point. And I don't even, Wait, I don't, waiting. I don't, yeah, I don't even remember what they said beforehand, but like, all right, so 
if you want your rose, here you go. And they hand me a pair of very large tidy whities <laughs> And they go, all right, run to the end of the, run to the back of the crowd and scream. A very specific phrase. Uh, I don't, fuck, what was the phrase? Fuck. Uh... I don't know, I, but you had to put on the. You tiny also way. just I, I, told me that you know I do, exactly I, yeah. what you said. So, so, so I, I had to run to the end, and I had to put on the. Also, as soon as they handed you the tidy whities, I turn around to the rest of the group and I go, "Who wants to make bets that Nick's gonna break his leg?" Try. I thought I was worried I was going to. They were surprisingly easy to get into. I was very shocked. Um, but I, I run to the end, and if I remember correctly, I, I put them on and I scream at the top of my lungs. I'm a manly man, and in my tidy whitey or in my underpants, I can do anything. Something, yeah, seems, some, something, something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, it was something yeah. along those lines. And then I ran back, and apparently I also have let's get this right. So this is like a show at a giant Ren fair. Yeah, it's solidly. It was pretty it, packed. <laughs> it's there was at least a hundred people, people. Yeah. minimum a hundred people sitting and standing. Sitting, around. Well, that's just probably sitting. Honestly, yeah. like the amount of people just like kind of standing in the. That's walking not even area. talking about the people yeah. who just like were walking by at that time. Well, and there was a there was some guy that sat down next to me in your spot, Nick, and while like you were horsing around with the girls up there and like bantering and stuff he was he looked at me he's like oh is that your buddy and i was like yeah and he immediately stood up and walked away because like everyone else there the end of the story oh it gets so much people, better people thought a certain get, thing. yeah so so i go up and they're like all right so you get two options you can have you can keep the underwear and wear it for the rest of the day it's yours or two, you can get the rose and give it to your uh, to your boo, if you will. And I chose to get the rose, and as long with the squirts well, of Everclear in my mouth. Well, they said they were like, "Who you did specifically ask?" I did ask. I did ask. I literally asked. Well, also because no one believed it was Everclear sprayed. No one believed it was Everclear. Imagine taking a shot of Everclear. <laughs> Nick got that shit streamlined. It was down aerosolized. His yeah, it was aerosolized down my gut. And also, when they when they were asking him who he's giving the rose I just, to, I point he over pointed that dumbass in the ball Yeah, he points at me is is that dumbass and i'm like oh here we go and as soon as that happened i turned my hat backwards because i was like we're getting ready for this shit <laughs> so so they, we're gonna we're gonna make a lot the, of straight the, men uncomfortable today the two, the two ladies they were able to piece together oh this is a bromance this is these are two friends who are just being idiots mm -hmm. they were able to piece that together and they're like oh they 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 squirted ever clear in my mouth uh, and then they gave me the rose after I was dying from having aerosolized Everclear <laughs> inhaled. I can't, I can't get past brutal. that. I can't get past that. <laughs> it looked <out>. brutal <laughs> from where we were like, at. I've like... had Everclear before and it made me throw up. This was aerosolized Everclear. <laughs> Half of it went hey, down. it kills germs life. though. <laughs> I think it made my cold worse. <laughs> 100 <laughs> percent uh so i and like it wasn't a soft like squirt squirt it was it was a full it was the like, whole it was, nozzle <laughs> and like there was power behind it <laughs> like it, i felt it just it depress my uvula and then um, immediately nick's reaction was like oh shit that is that, actually that is ever clear, clear. 
that is actually Everclear. And then one of the ladies is like, no one ever believes us. <laughs> uh so we uh so i end up going down uh with a rose in my mouth and i figured i'd you have a decent walk to make too like we're off on the side like six rows back 20 feet yeah yeah (laughs) and i have a rose in my mouth and i'm expecting adam and i'll do like he'll go off to the side and it'll go cheek to cheek and then he'll just (laughs) take it from me adam fucking just grabbed like i go in to do that adam grabs my cheeks and just (laughs) (laughs) it takes the rose from my mouth and i'm like all right, that's unexpected, but we'll all of it. And then I don't know if we held hands. I don't remember after that. No, we don't. I mean, you guys we... wouldn't have noticed, but so Manny, Grace, Garrett, and I were all sitting behind you. And at this point, we're all just drinking our drink. Like, we're just, <laughs> like, going down it. We're like, the second you were handed a rose, we are like, yeah, this is about to turn real homosexual real fast. Yeah, and it did. Um so, and then maybe, I think there's maybe like 10 minutes after the show at the, and then the show's over. And then Adam and, that long. And then, I think, well, I think like that was the end. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like almost so, immediately. So Adam and I are sitting there and like, we're talking, I'm finishing, or I, I'm thinking, we're trying to figure out where we're going to go next. And, and Waldo walks up. And Waldo, Waldo very, did walk very up. very nice gay man dressed as Waldo. <laughs> And he's like, are you two a couple? And we just look at him like, oh, no. I was like, no, we're just overly confident straight men. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you guys do you. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, did he, did he not hear what we just said? <laughs> I, we are, we are two. Also, so side note that I, I don't know if anyone else knew it, except for, I might've been the only one that noticed it. I think within like five minutes of us walking into the run fair, we saw that guy. And Adam literally in the middle of our group went, found him. Yep. And said nothing else and nope, walked away. He did. He Adam did do that. Uh, I don't even think he noticed it. You did. <laughs> I, because we were at the mug shop. Um, but about four more people asked if Adam and I were gay. Uh, and uh, little do they know, Adam and I are two extremely heterosexual people. <laughs> sometimes you just gotta kiss the homies dude. sometimes you just gotta kiss the homies that's just sometimes it do be that way sometimes that's just how it be oh can we talk about how grace got fucking roasted for having daddy issues by that dude that, that was yeah, i forgot that. about that so at one point we were walking around there was a guy that you would like buy tomatoes to be able to chuck like, throw his at his head him. yeah Oh, and he just sat sat there roasting the shit out of people. We oh my god, like crossing lines that shouldn't be crossed. <laughs> There's, I don't know who had the video. I think it was Garrett who posted to his story. But Grace is like, I want to do it and see what he says. And he was pretty, like, not like tame, but like they're just like pretty normal, like mm-hmm. rude jokes. And the last one she went, one she did not throw any of those. Well, not a single. I think she hit like <laughs> the guy standing next to her. I she, don't. She I think she might have hit the wall that he was against. There, so there was one that went oh, like big area to throw, and she threw it out of the ring somehow. And then there was another one she threw it, and there was like a little canopy over them. She hit the canopy straight above her. Like I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something a lot. The last one she went to throw. What colors her hair? Is it? Well, is no, it daddy? No. So yeah, she. Yeah, he was. It was along the lines of. Man, I've never seen that shade of I have daddy issues. 
right as she's about to throw it, and she threw it like four feet in he, front of her. He was roasting the fuck out of the kid before Grace. Oh my yeah, god! So, yeah. so he, he was he, he was, was like cooking that. Yeah, he, he was cooking it. that kid. He was mean to the guys. It was funny. He was okay to the girls. There was no but... way I was going up there. There was no oh way. yeah, like Nick. There are just just visually there are so many easy things to joke about with you. The first thing about throwing the tomatoes, though, is uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, they weren't whole tomatoes. They were halves. Yeah, they were like, uh, no, they were like quartered. They were like weird chunks. Like you would oh. throw. I, would, uh, I was willing to go up there and then I saw that they're throwing like quartered tomatoes. I was like, that just doesn't throw right in the yeah. first place. Like the aerodynamics of a tomato is bad to begin with. It's already too soft. It's already too lumpy. It's like a Tesco with a tumor. Okay. <laughs> Weird comparison, but I guess we can move off that one. Uh, Did anything else happen? Uh, I mean, at the, pretty uh, early on in our first walkthrough, Grace and Mandy were sexually harassed by an old dude dressed as a wizard. That was. I don't thing. remember that. I don't remember that. When we were they walking told us about bridge, it, but I don't remember. I was well, it was because I was the one in front of them when it happened. Because it was mm. like. I think it was you, Nick, Garrett, me, Nick. Garrett, yeah. Yeah, and then me, Grace, and Mandy. And, like, he walked by. He said, you guys can pass. You're all good to pass. And he's just walking by. I don't think he worked there or anything. He was just a I random just old dude. dude dressed as, like, a fucking wizard. And Grace and Mandy are right behind me. I just hear him go, I don't know if the wenches can walk by, though. And he, like, tries to stop them. I just, like, step off to the side and turn around. Grace and Mandy just keep walking. I'm just, like, staring at him, like, what fucking creepy-ass shit are you pulling here, dude? Like, it was was so awkward. Big oofskies. Yeah. Those are the lines you don't cross, kids. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't remember that. Do it. I like, might have already been drunk. It's different if, like, we're it was watching. the first walkthrough. Oh. Well, like, uh, well, I had like two drinks by that point. It's different if, like, you work there and mm. your job is to make fun of people, like the guy being hit with tomatoes or the washing wenches, like, or the do. lady selling meat very aggressively. Still, none of them made oh, sexual that, oh, harassment God. type shit. Hold on, them. that lady selling meat was aggressive AF. She was oh, brutal. So, so right when we got, she there, was I, funny though, like brutal was, in a yeah. good way. Like I, yeah. I, so right when we got there, I bought a slab of beef jerky. Leather. It, you bought leather. It was. Yeah, leather. It was leather. It, was it, leather. Yeah. it wasn't good. And so, I, so I at the end of the day, drink. at the end of the day, we were watching the the uh fuck, what's it called? Uh, not the joust. Joust. Jousting, yeah. The joust. We were watching the joust, and before the joust started, she was walking. This lady was walking around trying to sell jerky, and she comes up and she's like, big woman, big woman, and she's aggressively selling jerky, like she's trying to bully you into buying jerky. But like, again, it, I don't want to say like funny. bullying. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, like, like it, was, it was definitely like, part of the bit. It's yeah, definitely it like part bit. of the atmosphere. It was never like out of line. I, yeah, I would never was, say she was like, like out of line. Little kids yeah. would come up and give her money, and she's like, "Oh, thanks, hun, for the money. What What do you want now?" Like <laughs> yeah. she was like rude in a funny way, like it, yeah. like and very clearly a bit type of bit. Yeah. yeah, and Which, you go to a rent fair. What the fuck do you expect? Yeah, and everyone in the group bought a strip of leather and i had already been tortured by that shit 
so I wasn't doing it again. Hey, I was about to watch half an hour of jousting. I was willing to chew my fucking jaw off for it. And I, I, I and wish we could have stayed for more jousting. It was just too fucking hot. It was, it was so too hot. hot, and there wasn't. It really wasn't that entertaining. Like I wanted yeah. it to be. Um, but she then came to me and was like, "Okay, which one do you want now?" And I was like, "I don't want any." She's like, "Yeah, you do." No, I'm fine. What the fuck? Yeah, you do. Like she was, and she just kept getting meaner and meaner to me, trying to force me to buy it. And I didn't. It doesn't want... help that us three all bought one before yeah. you. So. Everyone else bought one, and I did not want to have to tell her that that beef jerky sucked. So because I didn't know how that conversation was going to end. So I just kept trying to con- get her. And she at one point was like, fine, I'll stand here until you buy it. And she stood there cross arms staring at me. And I literally sat there and then started to pretend she didn't exist. I was like, hey, look at that. Like, like talking to other people. Like, oh, wow. And like, oh, and like staring through her. And she <laughs> did not fucking budge. She she stood there for probably like five minutes. I almost bought Adam me. Jerky to get her to fuck off. I probably will have just tossed it on the ground. Because it was that bad. That, that jerky was You could have tossed it back to her. She probably would have stuck it into her fucking breasts. Like she, she, had the the money. she had the honky she tits. She had the honky She did have ginormous boobs. <laughs> well, no, no. But they squeaked. They honked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, every, yeah. So, oh, yeah. That's, that's, what what I meant. Reason, that's a thing we need to talk about right yeah, there. there. For some reason, every red hair worker that is female... They can squeak their boot. Like they have like yeah, a squeakable like, bra. Like they all yeah, wear like this a bra toy squeak. in their bra. That, like, like you, you know, yeah, like the, the Hong Kong that are like a, like a dog do toy. with their no- like a dog. No, like yeah. like the, the like, whole, like, like clown the nose, little, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a clown nose just on their boobs. It's wild. And they will randomly they will just be walking and fucking honking their boobs. Wild thing that I was not expecting. Like I, last I, thing I, I would have ever expected. <laughs> But yeah, so she kept honking her boobs at me, and I was just like, "Whatever." I'm like, to honk my boobs. I was just like, "I'm hey, still we need not to train you to honk your boobs." I can do that already. Can you? Yeah. Do can it. you provide us with the sound bit of that? Not on camera. Well, your boobs are off camera. Turn your so camera you off. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Turn your camera off. <laughs> uh, well, I can so- make, if I uh, if I jerk my dick right, it sounds like a gun cocking. <laughs> Can't do it on camera though. I need to turn my camera off and pull my gun out so i can talk the gun i could i could add the sound effect but i don't feel like doing that right now <laughs> uh so turkey like suck i think we yeah, need awful. to discuss that i think we that's bu- where like the turning point of the ren fair was for me was the turkey very leg. high and then finally we get to eating like lunch and adam's like i'm like oh that sounds good like also, there are these cheeseburger nachos well, those like, look that sounds so good great. but i i think i was playing and doing then that, adam like, was like now you gotta try a turkey leg to be but fair no at no point did he say you had to do it for the experience like he made it kind of seem he made like it, it yeah really the, i was always also i was like okay be, so they're good they're they're worth it to be they fair, are not fucking worth it don't let any I did stupid see, human being allow you to I fucking buy a turkey leg another person with turkey legs that were juicy and slathered in barbecue sauce. And I was like, well, fuck. I wasn't where the slathering fuck was... a turkey leg in barbecue sauce. Well, I was like, where the fuck was this turkey leg? The barbecue sauce will made our dry-ass turkey legs not as dry. But the turkey legs actually were, like, moist. To the garlic with. salt was... The... So I bought a thing of garlic salt for my, my beef jerky. It's actually really good. And it was actually... We're kind of added something to the are you, bland uh, as fuck turkey leg. Are you going to have beef jerky uh on saturday yeah it's done it like it's literally just cooling off on the air fryer or the air the dehydrator right now 
cool. I'm going to eat at least a quarter of it. So, no, because I am taking some of that to work on Wednesday because there are people who want to try it who have been judging my shit for the past couple weeks. So, I'm going to eat at least a quarter. God damn it. (laughs) I need to buy, like, three fucking top rounds. I've only been using bottom round because it's cheaper. Uh, yeah, well, that's because you're a cheap bitch and you're not, using, you're not using a smoker like I do. So, so I try, I did um, bottom round, but I cut it very differently this time. Like I cut it smaller and more with the grain. It's a lot more tender this time. You weren't cutting with grain the first time? No. I guess beginner mistakes there. <laughs> Some people are stupid. To be fair, I've only done it twice. <laughs> Jerky, this is my third time. The jerky that my dad would do, he would just buy ground beef, and he had that's why, that. that's why had a contraption that you could pump pump yeah, it out into strips. Yeah, that's what Colton's dad did or does. And he, I just bought, he just bought oh, good. very lean jerky, mm-hmm. very, very lean beef. beef. Yeah. yeah, so good. My next batch is oh, gonna be. Uh, I, I can't. I can't. All beef jerky besides one of the run fair is good jerky. So I don't know why they how like the flavor was good. They just it was I didn't like that even the even the normal one was very black was, peppery. It was too thin. I think that was the biggest problem. Was they it, they just sliced it way too thin. Jeff described it well. It's leather. Yeah. Um it takes a lot of effort to get a bite off of it. Yeah, like, I gnawed on like pieces for a long time. Well, like remember when I was eating mine, you guys were making fun of me because I couldn't eat it, and then you guys tried eating it. Yeah. <laughs> So my my next batch is gonna be bourbon marinated. So I'm excited to try that one. Oh shit, I gotta start that uh bourbon thing that we're the infinity bottle. Infinity infinity bottle? bottle. Yeah, I want to try that right now. So, you get that? Hold on, do I have enough left for my infinity bottle? Is this gonna be my first so, edition? This will be my first edition of the infinity bottle. I have to get okay. more bourbon now. So I sent the guys a TikTok the other day. And it's called. Oh, Jeff the, has actual decanters for this. Yeah, shit. It, and it's yeah, called the Infinity Bottle. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't wait to for Jeff to get a new round of decanters no, for Christmas. No, the amount I spent on that. We're one starting off one. with very, very cheap whiskey. Anyway, what is it? So, so an Infinity Bottle that is bottle I bought a long time. Oh. you pour one shot of whiskey bourbon into a bottle or decanter or something. And then you just let it sit. And every time mm-hmm. you open up a different bottle of whiskey, you pour another shot in. And the goal is to hold on to it until it's full. And after letting things sit in there and marinate with each other, like it's mm-hmm. supposed to make it's not even the whiskey to be drinking until it's full. It's just after you get a couple different, yeah, yeah like two or three in there. Like and then let it sit for a couple there. months. You just have to make sure you're constantly you think, pouring a shot. It's not even about think we could, it's just do, doing it. Do you think we could steal a couple shots from your dad's fucking 1975 Jim Beam? Well, since I don't see him anymore. God damn it. He doesn't exist. Yeah. And that I leads into the next Snickers. point, though. Out of sight, out of mind. Oh, yeah, my dad died. point of dad, dad uh, Adam's dad missing with Nick. Yeah, my dad died. <laughs> so why are you going? <laughs> It was a long, like, it so, was so wild though. Like, I, okay. I mean, like a little anything? peek behind the curtain. It's been probably well over a month since we just recorded a podcast with just us three. Yeah. Like, yeah, that wasn't drunken jurors. It didn't it's have been a guest a or hot fucking minute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this so, happened in what 
May, maybe? Was this May or June? May. This was May. This was yeah. May. This is end of May. It was still kind of chilly mom. out. Yeah, no, I was moving my mom because that's why. Oh, I God. Go that Was that in May when we did that? No, that was in May when I did that. Oh, that when you drove down to Georgia. These past right? couple yeah. months have been moving kind of so, fast. So the end of May. Summer, my guy. Uh, for any listeners, you would know that I drove my mom. Uh, my mom moved to Georgia and I drove her u-haul out there to her so while i was loading up the u-haul um i don't remember what i needed for my dad but i needed to contact my dad and my dad lived an hour away from where my mom's storage unit was and it was something like a brief thing that i needed for my dad so i called him because my dad is the worst texter and my dad is a speak texter and so, like, his texts are big rambling sentences. Like, it's just a pain to try and figure out what he says because he doesn't proofread either. He just speaks in sentence. Yeah, the amount of times that, like, I woke up while staying at your house to your dad talking, I'm like, oh, God, we're up. And I come upstairs and it's your dad sitting at the dining room table, like, sending a message to his girlfriend. Yeah. So, so I just call him because it's just easier. And I call him and it went straight to voicemail. So my dad owns his own company that he runs through his phone. So that means that his phone is never off. His phone is always charged. And he is always, the the phone is always on him. So I tried calling my dad and went straight to voicemail. I I was like, okay, maybe his phone died. It's right around the time that he'll be, he should be off work. So I'll give it a little bit before I call him again so maybe he just needs to charge it maybe his phone charger broke in his car wait 15 minutes call him again at that point phone should be charged enough to be on and he should have it on him straight to voicemail huh i then proceeded to continue to call him for 45 more minutes with it going straight to voicemail so i call nick because Nick, I work, only, I, I work five minutes from, from, from Adam's head. dad's house and, and I live maybe 10, 15. Yeah. And I was over an hour away. So I called Nick and I was like, hey, I need you to go to my dad's house and make sure my dad's OK, because this has now been almost a full hour of I can't contact my dad. And this is not like him at all. And I text his girlfriend. I like to think that your dad's blazed out of his mind in the gazebo. Well, he I, always is, though. I, I text, yeah, that's why I like to think that. I, I, I like text, to think that Adam's dad is in a perpetual state of blazed out in a gazebo. Well, I had text his girlfriend and been like, hey, like, are you with him? Because I mean, sometimes, you know, like, as all guys do, we don't keep our phones on us when we're with our girlfriends because usually we're only talking to our girlfriends. If I am home, I'm, I'm a lot like... So Nick, as a single man, normally doesn't have his phone on when he's at home. Yeah, it's usually upstairs charging. Yeah. And I'm at my computer downstairs. When, when Kristen's home, my phone's never on me. Like, guaranteed. Like, that yeah, should usually, sit in another room. I usually just make sure my room is within the vicinity of me at well, this point. So, like, you for me... Because I think you just said your room. My you phone is... I don't know. My so, phone's within the vicinity of me. Maybe and I'm I, drunk and I wanted you to fuck know. that up. As Jeff so nicely put it, as a single man, uh, my phone is if my if I if I get off of work and I come home and I'm home alone, 
I plug my phone upstairs and I sit down on my computer. If most of the people in my life, if they really want to get a hold of me, they'll Discord. do it on Discord. Yep. And I'm at my computer and Discord's open, or I'm just literally sitting in a Discord server. Yeah, Nick's not it, like impossibly to hold up if he doesn't have his phone. Like, because no. if he doesn't have his phone, he's at his computer, and Discord is a main way of communicating. Like, yeah. honestly, my communication with Nick is Snapchat and Discord. I don't think yeah. I've texted Nick in I, I probably have, eight I don't months. Think, I don't think you've called me in like a year. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna look at this right now because I don't think I've texted Nick. Yeah, and, and like that's like, like I don't I don't take I will call Adam, but like I call Adam quite a bit actually, but like I talk to Adam on Snapchat. It's mostly I, Snapchat. Yeah, we I call talk, because I just don't go on Discord. Yeah, I talk to other people on Discord. Like I talk to Colton and Don and Garrett all on Discord. So anyway, so I called Nick and I was like, "Hey, I need you to do me this huge favor. Don't know what's going on. Can't get a hold of my dad for an hour now. I need you to go to my house." At the time, I still lived with my dad. So I was like, you need to go there and make sure he's okay. Because this is unlike him to not be able to answer his phone. I'd contacted his girlfriend and been like, are you with him? She was like, no. So she starts calling him, which asking her if he was with her was a huge mistake on my part. Because that was a whole another level of stress for me. But I was just concerned and wanting to make sure I covered my bases before I sent my nick to go to the house my nick <laughs> sent my nick <laughs> my nick sent my sent my trained lap dog to my house so come here boy <laughs> well and so lucy is like oh well like i'll just go to the house and i'm like absolutely not because in my head i'm like if my dad is laying on the floor dead which i'm like i can't i want to i want to scar nick more than anyone else well i was like if if my dad is laying on the floor dead nick is going to go oh holy shit call 911 and then do call and then me do proper and things. be calm like he's going to remain at some level Debatable. of calm i'm a very irrational human being jeff well, i feel like i would have remained calm in this situation well Lucy, i do too but i think there would have been a stumbling period of you like yeah, okay, there would have what there would have been, been like a solid it would have been like, a, of one, of those, not, like one of those 90s early 2000s tv shows where it's like nick sees it and he's like oh shit and then it like zooms in and it goes into their brain it's like a bunch of synapses firing it's like, like it's okay like what do i need to do here in what order what do i do here and in what order and then it's going to be like a 10 to 15 <laughs> second period of him like all right all my all synapses right. fired i stole the three brain cells from adam and jeff <laughs> and they're all coherently working in my brain <laughs> I need to do CPR here and call 911. <laughs> in that exact moment, Jeff crashes his car because he just became brain dead. <laughs> so, so I knew I knew Nick would, uh, I would be able to have a conversation with Nick and figure out what to do if something bad was happening. I knew I couldn't get that from Lucy, so I was like, "No, Lucy. Even though you're just as close to my dad as Nick is." I'm going to send Nick. <laughs> His girlfriend slash fiance is quote unquote just as close to your dad as Nick is. 
but distance wise, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one getting sent. Oh, distance wise. Oh, distance wise. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you no, meant like I, personally. I, I, no, 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 like personally. I like to distance. Think, I like to think Craig and I are very close. All right, he's called me fat and told me that I have the spirit to lose weight. Okay, I th- I like to think we're very. We're very I literally close. will walk into Adam Dad's house and he will just start talking to me about problems he's had in the past week, and I'm like, man, we've never had a real conversation to get to know each other. I've it's had wild. Real convers- that, I've had. It's wild that I am the person out of all of Adam's friends that you're like, that's the guy I'm going to tell my problems to. He also tells Garrett, (laughs) so it's fun. He likes to talk to me about cars. (laughs) Even though I stand there not as my dad knows. My dad knows a lot of weed. (laughs) So one, Adam's dad smokes a lot of weed. And two, that leads Adam's dad to choose all the wrong people to talk to about certain like specific things. I'm my dad's only kid and I lived with him. <laughs> like, I, like, and, honestly, like I, him and I, if he switched talking, to... so I don't know a lot about cars. If he would have switched talking about cars to me, maybe complaining then, to Nick. Yeah. Like and... I'll listen to anyone. Honestly, <laughs> I'll sit there with my blank yeah, expression I, on my face. It, listening to not, a it was never like an easy scenario for him, him and I to talk about a lot of things because we were a part of our, each other's lives. Like we knew what was going on. My you favorite pastime to... is giving unsolicited advice. I'll gladly yeah. do it about any anyway, of his problems. I just don't know cars. So I continue to try getting a hold of my dad. I send Nick Nick's in my house looks around my whole house snickers is alive <laughs> snickers is alive my dad's not there my dad's car is in there so i'm like what the actual fuck and, and then, as you like, oh, my, my house it's my turn to fucking talk because <laughs> i was there for this so i'm so i'm i get done clear i i was doing this like it was a fucking clear hold on like, we need to explain that adam's house isn't like an easy thing to get to one Adam lives in like a very obscure area. Like his dad lives in like a somewhat obscure area. Yeah. It's not because it's right off the fucking expressway. But also, it's, it's so on a side back, road. Yeah, it's on the side road, as long as a road, <laughs> and surrounded by just a shit ton of fucking wooded area. Mm-hmm. And then, I it's also it has a gate. Like it has a gate that you mm-hmm. have to type a code into, and we all have a <laughs> Which fucking I think Adam and I spent to. fucking twenty minutes trying to figure out. Yeah, so, to get here, Nick had to pull up, type in a specific code to him. <laughs> no, and and it, it, we have the Adams friends code, so all of them okay. have the same code. But <laughs> so he types in a code, waits for this fucking hand-built automatic gate opener, which That's takes like, like a five minutes. Fishing winch. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, they they automated a like a little lever to rotate an actual fishing reel it's attached like a to a door hinge with way to too pull, much weight on it to pull this that's the thing it, it's just too heavy the door yeah. the, the door is too heavy your for dad it. should have got like a fucking like three thousand pound wench and just that shit just the second you type in the code it is now open, open. <laughs> it will fucking take out a dog's and hand. after like the third time it's like splinters being held together by wires that just get slammed closed and it's sitting there just broken and shattered fuck it so so i get done clearing adam's house like a fucking swat raid uh and i'm on the phone with adam and i leave and like i'm backing out and i'm on the phone with adam and then Adam disconnects from my phone. I was driving in the country at the time. As I've, as he is disconnected. Adam moved out to the middle of bumfuck nowhere within, in a subdivision. Within, within. No, this was in when I was still unloading my mom's U-Haul. Oh. Or loading my mom's U-Haul. Within so I had fucking 
within five seconds of Adam disconnecting in his call dropping, Adam's dad pulls around the corner. <laughs> and I, him and I, like, like, we stop facing each other in the street. And we both just tilt our heads looking at each other like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Nick's like, why are you alive? And my dad's like, Adam's not here. Why are you here? <laughs> yeah. And then why are you pulling then, out of my driveway in a secured gated area? And then like he he rolls down his window, he's like, What's going on? Is like Adam's looking for you. And he's like, All right. And then I then have to go back into the car as into his driveway as it's starting to downpour. And like I'm I've never heard to, this story by the way. I'm walking up to the fucking car, up to Adam's dad's car, and he's like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "Adam's been trying to get a hold of you for like two hours." And he's like, "Oh, I went to the store," and I look at him like, "All right." <laughs> so, okay. so my dad calls me, and and then I spent another twenty minutes trying to get a hold of Adam because Adam was on the phone with Lucy and then his dad. <laughs> Yeah, so my dad calls me. Nick's trying to call me back while I'm on the phone with my dad. And so what happened was my dad's phone did die while he was at work. He plugged it in when he got home, which is on the kitchen table. And he, like, deals with his stuff. It's been about 15 minutes. He unplugs his phone, puts it in his pocket, goes to the store for the next hour and a half. My dad never turned his phone back on. He thought, because he never lets his phone die. He thought the phone would just turn on on its own. He didn't know that you had to physically turn it on. So my dad just puts it in his pocket and goes to the store and is wondering why he's not giving any messages. But, you know, I'm shopping, so I don't care. So we're all trying to yeah, contact Your dad's like, him. oh, my God, this is the first, like, 30-minute period where I've never had anyone contact me. Yeah. So as someone who would literally commit a war crime, Instead of being inconvenienced mildly, if this wasn't, if this didn't have the, the abs- war crimes with Nick, and somehow he's wondering why I cut out him saying that war crimes are bad. As someone, I'll as someone who hates being inconvenienced, uh, if this wasn't a situation that has the potential for such dire consequences, like, and and made a damn good story. I would have been so angry that I, I had been, like I've, honestly like it was like a serious. My dad's never doesn't I, answer the phone. So within, I like, was already home when Adam called me. Adam's yeah. like, "Hey, you're close to like your work's close. Are you are you still at work?" And I'm like, "Adam, it's two thirty. I'm off at two. I'm home." <laughs> and he's well, like, "It was straight up like one of those situations. Like this yeah. never happens to my. This has literally never happened. If my it was, if life. the potential for for if the potential for tragedy wasn't so potent, I would have been so angry at how inconvenienced I was. <laughs> and so I'm like, Dad, what the actual fuck? It's really and- wild to me that this is still like the first time I've ever actually. So this story has been slightly <laughs> brought up, but because we are like." because we for do our this. listeners yeah for our listeners we are quote-unquote podcasters there's not a lot of people to listen to it we still take a lot of the large things that happen we're like all right we just throw it in our discord we have One a podcast topic know. section and it's like mm-hmm. all right we'll just throw it in there and we'll bring it up on a, po- a podcast that it works for so this is something that happened like three to four months ago May. now End of and May. this is yeah. So this is the first time I've legitimately this is now the heard end of the story. August. It's yeah, been well, teased to me for just like you guys possibly. It's been teased to me for months. <laughs> months. 
<laughs> but yeah, and so then I get on the phone with Nick, and like we're Nick and I are like having a laugh at this in a yell fest, and then Lucy calls, and like now Lucy, I'm dealing with Lucy who's also freaking out and is like, "What the fuck?" and she's pissed at my dad, and I'm like, "I hear you, like." okay and i hang up with her no more get back on the phone with nick my mom calls me because she's behind me in the u-haul and wants to tell me something i'm like shut the fuck up it was maybe so it was maybe an hour hour and a half after i left adams that i heard from him again (laughs) i mean well we kept talking each other like every like 20 minutes for like three minutes and then yeah. something else happened yeah. that i was getting another phone call i was it just was like oh my so god wild. it was wild <laughs> it like so I, to this day we make fun of my dad because we always say like if you ever think you're not loved here's a proof that you are but also you're a fucking idiot so like lucy will straight up be like craig if you ever do this to me again i'm going to murder you <laughs> Like, do I? All right. First, again, I. So again, I didn't complain, and I wasn't angry that I was inconvenienced. <laughs> I was extraordinarily inconvenienced because. So, oh, as someone who works from six a.m. to two p.m. and gets their entire fucking evening to themselves, you were so inconvenienced. I that got home at you're four. fifteen. I got home at four now. All right, you're, you're so inconvenienced that day, one like day a... instead of getting home before two thirty, make sure my father wasn't four. laying there in a puddle of his own blood and feces. Imagine <laughs> the story you would have. It would have been years from now that you would have had if Adam's dad was in fact dead when you found him. I was, I, ki- I was kind of worried that like Snickers had gone rabid and turned into Cujo. That's also a thing that I was like, <laughs> it was like if my dad's laying there dead with Snickers. Snickers is a dog. Snickers is going to be <laughs> licking that blood and is go- like Snickers is going to be eating All right. shit. All right. I, I would have actually freaked it. out. I would have actually freaked out. <laughs> like, and, like Snickers would have been like, oh, what's this blood on Nick, the floor? Nick lick, walks lick, in. Lick, lick. Snickers Didn't is licking the blood. Nick, God, I should have got that fucking silk carry permit, son of a bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, literally, I've been thinking about that a lot lately about how many situations have been happened in the past year. I'm like, God, I really need to get the fucking conceal, even if I don't carry it on me. If it's just in my car, I just want it in my car. <laughs> I've had so many people at work come up to me recently, like with certain things that have happened to work. And they're like, Yeah, like I'm in my, like I was in my car, I saw this happen. It's like, Man, I just grabbed my gun and I'm like, I'm the security guard. You shouldn't tell me that because you're not allowed to have guns on premises, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm the last person you say that shit to. You're lucky you're saying it to me, though, because I literally do not give a shit. Because if I'm in danger and you're in your car and you have a gun, I'm safe now. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, so, how, oh, how good on you for breaking tabled. the rule. But also, <laughs> I want you to know, don't go tell them that to everyone else that works security. So. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been it's been fucking wild. <laughs> I'm I'm now thinking about the past couple months. The past couple months have been fucking actually <laughs> at work for me. The last couple months have been fucking wild. Yeah, you've been and, dealing with fights and shit. Oh you? my god, fights! People fucking slicing arteries open. Like so, so my shit. my dumbass, and I'm regretting it now. So I was supposed to be doing an audit. Side note for everyone. Um. We all work security, but we're mm-hmm. all unarmed. So yeah. we have to rely on our actual natural born skills to fight. I read comic books. 
I've been told that if someone comes in to rob the bank, I let them rob the bank, and then the bank has insurance. If someone gets violent, <laughs> I am the only line of defense. <laughs> I read comic books. Oh, see, if someone gets violent, everyone's behind a big desk with doors that they can't get around. I was, so... I was thanked a couple months ago. Oh, uh... it's it's great. I get brought in like a gladiator if people <laughs> start to fight because I'm, I'm at the front of the building. So they have to. There's a fight on the floor of the warehouse. They're like, oh, shit, get security. Because for some reason, security, we have radios on us. But for some reason, we never got like a third or fourth radio to give to a supervisor or someone who's on the floor to be able to radio us if there's an issue. They have to send a random individual to the front to find the security guard and be like, hey, we have a situation. At this point, it's been like a minute because it's a 1.5 like million square foot fucking warehouse. It's been a hot minute since they got up there because most of them don't like come running up. They're like just walking like they're about to go on a break or something. Like half the time when they come up, I don't even notice something's happening. Like I just think it's another person walking out the door to go on their break. They just come walking up and they go, hey, um, so we need security. It's like, okay, what do you need security for? Like, are you locked out of your locker? Like, I think it's a mundane thing the way they walk up. I'm like, mm-hmm. locked out of your locker? Do we need to cut it open? Like, is there like... So, like did someone like key your car because that's a thing that's been happening a lot for some reason and i don't know why we can't figure out who the fuck it is but and it's like they're like oh no like there's a fight happening on the floor and it's like oh son of a bitch i need to be there like 25 minutes ago like uh, okay and then, let's go and, then as, and then as jeff enters the warehouse it's just, just someone being shanked with a toothbrush no, like, it's, it's just it's not air- a toothbrush it's they have they all have box cutters on them no. they could easily shank each other fucking because i deal with a lot of people who cut themselves jeff enters- be like, i'm just gonna cut the oh i've cut boxes a million times working how about this time i just run my palm right on the line of the tape of this box just slide my box cutter through it that's no. something I deal with a lot. Is fucking... a lot of people who just slice their hands open on box cutters. Fucking dumbasses. Jeff walks onto the floor and it's just a fucking Aaron. And it is security guard Jeffrey coming in at 63270. Those are off wildly, yeah, but all right. He's 6'4 and is what, 230? Two, 250 right now. Oh, whatever. Monday as a heavy boy, I would like to think that you understand that 20 pounds is a lot and people need to fuck off. And and here we have his opponent, Marky Mark from HR with coming in at a solid. So I don't think you understand. Hold on, hold on. So I don't think you understand that we had to lead out an HR person two weeks ago, and his name was Mark. So <laughs> Nick's cutting it too close to home here. And he was probably one of the more violent people that we had to deal with. And luckily he was only violent towards inanimate objects because he kicked over like an entire pallet was just like, he like this dude had finally snapped like HR there. There's like three different companies that work HR there for some reason for all the employees. Don't know why three different companies, all the employees are employed by three different companies and so it's like when it's it's just a shit show for them not to deal with their own HR. This dude comes up to tell someone that like, hey, they're terminated. And the dude's like, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And this dude had been dealing with this shit for a long time. His HR company is about to be kicked out and switched with a new one. He's just like, he finally snapped. 
Full and he was like, fuck you, fuck all this. This is all fucking bullshit. And, like, kicked over an entire pallet and shit. And, like, this is one of the people that, like, I don't think I would have been intimidated going into, like, having to deal with if I would have been the one of the people that had to deal with it. But luckily it happened, like, an hour after I left. But, like, walking in, I would have been like, all right, this is going to be an actual fucking problem if this dude gets violent with people. Like, he's about my height, and he's maybe, like, 200, 210 pounds. But, like, he looks like a dude who was fresh out of college who just got done, like, on a D1 athlete scholarship type of, like, built. And it was like, all right, this might be the type of person who might just outspeed me and, like, blow out my fucking lower back for no reason somehow. Armored with a Staples ink box cutter. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, this might not go well for me if I'm here. Meanwhile, meanwhile Jeff's armed with a fucking, what, Westinghouse radio that actually weighs three pounds. Because uh, it's from Motorola. The Fuck you. <laughs> right. G4S has a solid contract with Motorola. How about uh, you right, fuck all off? We're right, right, right. dead. I don't know if we still do because we're not even G4S anymore, but our radios are still Motorola. At nah, this point, man, it's probably just because been... that's what you have. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh well, yeah, but no, I, oh my god, I got yeah, no. I got so I took I took tomorrow off and I called my uh ops manager to be like, hey, so you know, schedule still says I work Friday. And he's like, All right, well, is uh your second shift gonna be working a double? I'm like, No, why would he would he? He's like, Well you know we're we're kind of short on people like i I put this in a month ago what do you mean we're short on people you had a month to fucking organize and he's like all right well i'll move the one other guy you have trained because that's we've only had like one other guy trained at my site for like three months and he's like all right well we'll, i'll move him from a different site and i'm like but i told you this a month ago i also should have just not questioned and been like this is literally your problem at this point like so that's what i so fucking my manager i literally like i get fridays off that's one of my weekends um because i get fridays and sundays off i have to work saturdays the past well i guess not past but for three weeks straight the person that kept being scheduled for Fridays wasn't showing up. So uh, one day I had asked off for Saturday. And when uh, Friday night before my Saturday off, you get a call from not my manager. And he goes, hey, um, I was wondering if you wanted to pick up some extra hours. I have a four-hour shift at uh, this bank tomorrow if you want to cover it. And I went, buddy, that is my shift that I asked off for. Oh, so you're not able to work it? No, because I asked it off. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll put it down. And I was like, why isn't my manager calling me about this in the first place? And he's like, oh, your manager's on vacation till next week. Okay, fine. Uh, B B's the one that was acting as your manager, right? Yeah. All right, that explains why who I've been having call me for OTs and called in calling me okay. because B has been covering your manager. Yeah. So he, uh, so then literally, and 15 minutes after my normal shift on Saturday starts, I am driving to my destination of why I needed Saturday morning off. And my field supervisor calls me, Hey, like, no, no one showed up for this four hour shift on uh, at this bank. 
Would you want to pick up some extra hours? No, that is my fucking shift. Stop calling me to cover my own shift that I asked off. And they're like, oh, so you can't cover it? No, because I'm literally on my way to the place that I needed my shift off for. Oh, okay. So then Monday comes around and I look, we have a, like a timesheet that has to be written in. And I look, no one showed up Saturday at all. And I talked to the bank about it and they're like, yeah, no one showed up. And then Friday, someone showed up at four hours after they were supposed to. And it wasn't the person that was supposed to be scheduled. Um, the person who's supposed to be scheduled normally has never filled out the timesheet. Um, but yeah, so this person filled the timesheet and I was like, what the fuck? So I call my, um, my standing supervisor, whatever, the guy that wasn't my supervisor or my manager. And he goes, oh, like no one, no one was there? No. Um, why? Why is no one showing up? Uh, oh, I don't know. Like your manager is the one who schedules these people. He's like, I, I don't know. And I was like, okay, well, here's what you're going to do. You're going to schedule me for the next couple Fridays until my manager's back because this is stupid. Also, I really want the overtime. He's like, okay, cool. I then call my manager when he gets back from vacation and I'm like, hey, I don't know if the other guy talked to you about this or not, but no one's been showing up on Fridays. And then no one showed up on Saturday, the day that I asked off for. He's like, oh, I've never heard of this. Like what? Turns out the bank contacts a different person within my company and that person deals with it and never has told my manager that the people haven't been showing up for their shifts. So my manager kept scheduling the same people to cover the shifts. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm, uh, the other manager scheduled me for the next few Fridays. Um, figure it out. Cause I'm not working every Friday. He's like, yeah, okay. Not heard back from him in two weeks. <laughs> I, it's, it's been wild. It's gotten to the point point where the the manager at the building like not my boss like, technically not my boss but who i consider my boss has been like i don't know what we're gonna do because like we have a contract with them and this is ridiculous and Ever, we're yeah. about we're about to start going over people's heads they are my the manager at my bank is furious that is this bad. keeps happening so my side is supposed to have a minimum of nine people. So two per shift. And then you have two flexes that fill people's days off. We are currently at this moment. Me and my supervisor work first shift. We have a second shift and we have our two for night shift. We have five of the nine. My supervisor put his two weeks in yesterday and mine goes in tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you're putting your two weeks in? Yeah, because I just accepted the job offer I got. Oh, okay, and that's with the company that like yeah. owns the warehouse? No, 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 no. It's with the company I work for now, but it's in the corporate section. Oh, so right. I go, and I'm going to be working for G4S slash Allied's corporate offices. All right. Well, within them. Like, I'll be dealing with the corporate people all the time because I'll be mm -hmm. working their office. I just won't be doing corporate stuff. I'm in a so I'm in a real fucking shit spot where I can't do anything. Like I want to leave, 
but I can't do anything because of the surgery I have coming up and then the recovery. And I'd rather have the job I have now. So I got, I got super lucky because the people that they usually hire make like $3 less an hour than what I do now. And they're like, all right. Like it took them like two weeks after my interview. So my interview was supposed to be 15 minutes. It was only supposed to be a test. My interview was two hours and 15 minutes long because I like me and the head of the like the guy who was interviewing me, who was the head of that department, just talked and we just got along well. We were just literally chilling, talking about whatever and anything. And I left that and I didn't hear back for like two weeks. And then they asked for like my references and shit. And it was at the point of like, he got to the point he was like what do you want to make i was like i would like to stay where i'm at at the minimum so like what i make now or more and he was like okay so i have to put your stuff through to hr now because you want more than what we normally will pay people but if they approve it then you then i will send you like the acceptance letter and you just sign that and then you have the job you just have to pass the background and drug test and i was like okay that's fine and then finally today he called me he was like hey i literally just emailed you the acceptance letter you just need to sign it and then they'll send you the stuff for the background check and the drug test he's like i was like okay he's like whatever's on the acceptance letter you get to read the entire thing if you don't feel okay with it you send it back with what you want then whatever and it was just it was the same pay that i get paid now i was like that's literally what i asked for yeah it's so it's monday through friday seven to three thirty hey oh ooh. well seven to three thirty is yeah i mean what is it no that's eight hours it's, yeah, it's eight, yeah, it's eight and a half lunch, My, yeah. i i just don't get a paid lunch yeah i i'm i'm very happy with the fact that i can take an hour lunch and be paid for it and just kind of fuck off well so do i like that's now what i do I, right now yeah. so now that's if what the I day's slow get. enough i can just <laughs> sit down for an hour and fucking do so fuck off. that's what i get now but i don't the the paid lunch isn't something I cared about enough. Yeah. I wanted the Saturday Sunday off. Like I wanted to feel like <coughs> a human like, being. <laughs> yeah, like I got my college degree and I have finally gotten like that type of a thing. So I will be on call every once in a while, which isn't going to be a huge thing because like he he made it very clear. He's like, so you'll be on call like some weekends or weekdays or whatever. He's like, but you being on call doesn't mean like you don't get to have a life he's like you can still like go to people's houses and like do whatever the fuck you want on your weekends he's like you just have to be logged in like on a web browser into the app and then answer like you just have to fill out so the tickets as they come in. yeah he's like you literally just need to fill out the tickets if they come in he's like which doesn't always happen that often so it was suggested to me <clears throat> So the company that currently runs my building doesn't have in-house security, but there are other there are other property management companies that have in-house security. And I was told like because I I was present for an hour-long conversation where I learned more about corporate leasing than I ever wanted to know. And this has happened multiple times. Like this has happened at least two dozen times in the past year and a half. And my, my boss is just like, you know, if you used to apply to one of these companies, you, just because you're here, you are learning more than most people ever need to know about corporate leasing. And you have a security background. There are other companies that will eat you up. And I'm like, okay, that's good to know. 
Actually, that was a huge thing about like one of my references was the guy for the company I, like that we are contracted yeah. through like for it, he he was the head of operations of the warehouse so literally the highest up person and i put him down because he has been trying to recruit me to just do their own corporate security mm-hmm. for like ever, like i started in january since like the end of february early march mm-hmm. he's been like hey you should just you know switch over and work for us like blah blah blah. you should go work at one of our actual warehouses that's like stable blah blah blah. and it's like okay (laughs) yeah i can't do shit looking Um, for a new job until when i when i was in the interview for the job that i'm going to be switching to now he was literally like so he sat down and he was like you realize like you do know what you applied for right and i was like yeah he's like just making sure that you understand that you're overqualified and i was like okay <laughs> i've been overqualified for everything i've been doing in like the past two years so in mood adam's the only one that's qualified for his actual job that's a lie i'm underqualified uh, no no <laughs> you're breathing you're breathing yeah, so yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty you, quali- ex- you actually, are an actually, existing you human being you have an ounce of common sense which makes you means you might be overqualified you have one of our brain cells each Honestly, so. a mannequin with a voice box could do my job. <laughs> we are well yeah. aware, my friend. Yeah. Remember when I said as someone I who worked at a bank day? as a bank teller, I know that you being there is literally as useless, like more useless than us just not having you there. Like you do like, nothing to protect anything that I'm a deterrent. In the bank. All I am is a deterrent. Barely. Yeah. <laughs> Because if something happens, you're not supposed to do anything. Which Correct. is like, we why let them, are you there? Like, we let them rob us, and then uh, the bank insurance pays for the money that we get robbed. <laughs> well, also, yeah. um, and um, I, yeah, I, I mean, literally, my job is if we're getting robbed, do nothing, and if something is happening in the building that is not robbing affiliated. I have to get out of the building, run across the street, call 911. I'm not even supposed to help the people. Like, I'm not a lot. I'm not supposed to, like, help the people get out of the building. I get out myself and call 911. And then I wait. That is my job. Yeah, as Garrett and I, who were both well, Garrett's military trained, like I, well, we're also both law enforcement trained. Like when we both worked at the bank, like that was a huge thing. We went through like, I think it was like uh, once every six months, we went through like robbery training, basically. And is it just doing? It was (laughs) yeah, yeah. It was literally the the Macomb Police Department would show up and they're like, "Do what the robber tells you," and it's like okay they're like don't be a hero and it's like there's literally like the opposite of everything we learn in class so this is great well on that note uh thank you all so much for listening to you hate to see it bum 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 i still don't like our musical number and now you have aids yeah (laughs) (laughs) auditory Uh, aids to get rid of your aids click the link in the description (laughs) And uh, pay us three dollars minimum. Pay us three dollars for unedited videos. I'm we need the vaccine to AIDS. This this advertisement is not approved by the FDA or the CDC. That might be approved by the CDC. (laughs) That might be true, but we don't 
We're also not saying it is. <laughs> yeah, that's being cut out. This that's, advertisement that's isn't approved by anyone, actually. Except, Except for maybe the CDC. Except Nick. It's approved by Nick. Dicky bastard. <laughs> I don't. Well, Paramount has most of like Nickelodeon shows. Appar- on it. That's apparently, why I don't care for it. Apparently, once I'm done with Clone Wars, I now have to fucking watch Avatar. So, I'm, the, I'm not. Are the, you talking about that slapping no. movie with the giant blue aliens, <laughs> or the slapping movie with the kid with the blue arrow on his head? Both solid movies. <laughs> One of them slightly three hours too long. I'm, talk- I'm talking about the both of them three hours series. Ah, so what the movie? What the what? Yeah. what the thing that was Shit, based the on blue the blue aliens movie. got a whole fucking TV series now. <laughs> I've yeah. never, I've never once seen that movie. Oh and man, I it's been never so will. Long. I never will. I refuse to watch the, Avatar. The, oh, the blue alien movie is um, <laughs> it's visually. Phenomenal. Uh, Storyline doesn't fucking make sense. Terrible. It, it, it was. Uh, I'm upset you know, that's it the was number you know one's favorite the movie. highest grossing film again. It was, you know, whose favorite movie? So. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yep. Exactly. He loved. He, he loves. I'm actually on a first name basis with him. I call him Ben, actually. His name's Benedict Cabbage Patch. I'm going to need you to get it correct. Well, well his friends call him Cum, so. This is, make sure they call this is him, a fucking blooper. Make sure this they, they, call him, they call him Cumbatch. <laughs> they call him Mr. Coob. He comes in batches. <laughs> fucking. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking Sorry, man. Mr. Come on her back. 